Welcome back to the Trifecta Soft Podcast. I'm your host, E-Rock. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you haven't already, so you never miss another podcast. Also, do me a favor. Go on to whatever podcast app you listen to us on and give us a rating and review. That really helps us rank in the searches. Thank you so much. Let's get into the podcast. So welcome, everybody, to the monthly backspin. I appreciate you guys being here. Absolutely. Good to be here. You awesome, fantastic! Cheers, everyone. Whoever's drinking a smoothie or otherwise. Cheers. <laughs> Wait, hey, now I gotta relax. go get something. Yes. Man, look, you better show up ready, bro. Yeah, you know, you should know this by now. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Late. Get out of here. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, why don't we? Um, why don't you guys go around and uh, introduce yourself? Uh, let's do this. Let's do a um, introduction. Uh, Houdini, we'll start with you. Do an introduction, uh, you know, introduce yourself and then tell a brief history um, just in a couple minutes of how you got started in Airsoft and uh, and I guess where you're at now. So I am Houdini. I play with HSA, Hit Squad Airsoft. I got into Airsoft about uh, 10 years ago or so. Started off with Springers, got into the more of the higher end HPA type stuff now. But what got me into it is one I would definitely say uh, prior to the military in my younger years, I played a lot of paintball. I played that for about six years or so. Got into it pretty heavy. Got into the military doing some, you know, like learning some sweeping clears and all the cool shit they teach you. And that just kind of translated into airsoft. When I got out of the military, I seen it, picked it up, loved it immediately and just never dropped it, man. I mean, that's pretty much the gist of it. And now you do um, uh, speed soft, right? Like, uh, I do mostly, play? mostly. I, I've done some outdoor. That's actually where I started. Was outdoor. Uh, got into the whole indoor speed QB type uh, scene. Uh, nice. Probably two years ago, two and a half years ago. First speed QB goes. How you doing, King Lobo? Um, captain of FTA Flawless Technique Airsoft out here in upstate New York. Um, I don't know how long I've been in airsoft for. More than like five years. Got into it because a buddy kept bugging me. He came up here to Rochester Airsoft. I was like, fuck, I'll go try it out. Went there and been hooked ever since. From indoor, Milsons, to speed comps. I do it all. Mr. Mustang. Hey, boys. <laughs> uh, yeah, my name's uh, James, James Bailey, otherwise known as Kicking Mustang on YouTube. Uh, I found Airsoft in 2010. I was in a pretty low point in my life. Um, I had been a financial futures trader for best part of my adult life, and I was caught up in a um, financial scandal, and I was um, taking people to court to try and get money back that had been stolen from me, my life savings in a trading account. And um, I met somebody through the court battle I was going through. I went over to his house. His sons brought over, were having a Nerf party. We discovered um, two of these lads had brought these BB guns, or what we thought were BB guns, uh, confiscated them from the you can't be going shooting each other with these BB guns and um, after a few glasses of wine we discovered that they were actually this thing called Airsoft and we could shoot each other with them and I was I was hooked and here we are 12 years later through a, a very low point in my life I found something that kind of got me hooked on something new and uh, I, I didn't really expect it to happen never planned for it to happen and then uh, 2015, 2016, I think it was. My brother won a GoPro in a competition. He wasn't using it, so I pinched it off him and thought I was I was pretty good at this ghillie sniping thing. Um, I reckon there's some stuff I can show some people on 
on camera, started recording it. And um, I was terrible at editing. I was like so bad back then. And um took me two or three years to get half decent at editing. And here I am. I've got two million subscribers on YouTube. Um, yeah, causing trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, so two million subscribers on YouTube. I saw you just like a couple months ago just hit that, right? And then mm. is that – are you the uh, – do you have the most subscribers uh, as far as a Airsoft player on YouTube or an Airsoft channel? No, I think um, – there's a couple with more subscribers. Like Novridge has got four million. I think oh, Silos okay. got five million, five yeah, and a yeah. half million, something. Um, but last year I had the most views. In 2022, I had. Okay. Um, last year I had a half a billion views, and 95 percent of those were obviously males. So that's about one eighth of the entire male population of planet Earth saw my videos last year, which is <laughs> mind blowing. That's yeah, amazing. So that's, yeah, I know that's, that's where I am in my life right now. Yeah, just, if it's just any consolation, I watch more viewers than the other two. So, <laughs> <laughs> thanks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> part of that billion view that's there. Well, you've got a really good, appreciate that. Well, you definitely uh, have uh, learned the editing thing. You've got that down because the voiceover with your music and stuff—it's it's really really engaging. Like you don't want to stop watching it until you get that hit. And I love in the middle of your, uh, some of your videos, you'll be like, you'll point out somebody that's, you know, yelling at you or freaking out because you shot them. Uh, you know, and you're like, yeah, I'm going to use that guy later for clickbait. And, uh, yeah, that's all I do. I I just record what happens on like when I go back to when I first grabbed my GoPro off my brother, I just thought there's so many cool things that happen on the airsoft field, whether it's, cool moments of play whether it's the the headshots whether it's catching a cheetah whether it's drama like all this stuff it happens this is like this is airsoft and i all i do is record what happens and then i turn it into a piece of entertaining content um and i also i love ghillie sniping i love hide and seek i love sneaking around um i love getting the drop on people and i love being invisible it's like a superpower having people like literally like today i actually had two enemy players were actually sat on me and using me as cover. Um, (laughs) Yeah, literally. And like, it was, it was crazy. So that's like a superpower. And I love sharing those experiences and the whole ghillie crafting and showing other people how to become invisible and now being able to provide those products like the ghillie, the crafting materials, the ghillie suits. I was about to say, it looks like your ghillie suit really took off, man. Like, it seems like a lot of people's really diving into Mm -hmm. that. Like, yeah, it did. One of my, uh, I was going to say one of my uh, one of my teammates, uh, Red. Um, he actually uses your uh, ghillie suit, and I got to say, no. uh, talking from experience and all, it's very effective. I saw had a similar experience of what you were just talking about. How you had like two players that sat on you. Like there's one player that just came up right behind uh, right behind him, and he was just kind of just like shooting just at the enemy, and he just pretty much just grabbed his foot. He's a, and he just says, "Call it," and I'm telling you, he screamed. <laughs> very loud and nice. just like just took off running so i'll just like yeah your your suit is definitely effective for sure yes yeah, yeah the thing about ghillie suits is for up until like five six years ago the only suits that were really available were kind of military based or hunting based mm. and the military based ones tend to be heavy they tend to be burlap fluffy they get caught on things and they're they're really designed for when you're just lying down with a bolt action in a hide watching for hours or days on end Whereas in airsoft, we're mobile, we're moving around, you have to move and then stop. And you could be 
it could be from your front, your back, your side. You could be in trees. You could be like all, in all kinds of weird positions. And a traditional ghillie suit won't cover you 360. And that's where the hunting suits came into it. But the hunting suits, those leaf suits, they weren't strong enough. And often the colors weren't perfect. And you weren't able to craft them because the materials would tear too easily. And that's where my KMCS kicking Mustang concealment system comes in. It's really strong mesh, breathable, lightweight. You can run around and it provides that 360 concealment. And yeah, so that's, that's where the whole thing came from really out of need. How long did, how long did it take for you to actually create the, the kicking Mustang suit? Like how long for it to be able to, like as soon as you drew the idea versus like the launch, like how long did it take for you to actually make that into a reality? Well, the ideas have been built up over, over years. Um, like the it's very, a lot of the basic ideas were principles it was very simple like the crisscrossing of the, the almost randomized leaf patterns the making sure you had elastic and a grid on it so you can add your own natural vegetation the mesh with big enough holes so you can use cable ties and strong enough that you could it, you could use cable ties and it wouldn't tear like buttons instead of zips because zips bust and when a zip breaks it's just things like that and having material and the the longer sleeves and the covering your hands and um, even things like a piss flap on your suit, which these hunting suits didn't seem to have, and there's nothing worse than needing a piss and you under your suit in the field. <laughs> All those, it's just those ideas built up over just experience. But then I then gave. I was working with a tailor. He was actually based in Russia, which is why things have slowed down this year because my tailor has gone uh, missing. I think he's been conscripted actually. Um, so I've now got I've got like 300 suits stuck in Moscow. So this last sort of nine months, I've been working on finding a new tailor finding new ways of manufacturing the materials and it should be weeks away so it's sort of been a constant ongoing process really and being able to work with a tailor who can then because i don't i can't sew all i have is ideas and it's having a tailor who i can work with who can then put my ideas into a product that they can then be produced in the hundreds um mm-hmm. so it's just it was a constant rolling project really yeah and then your holster too you just came out with yeah ago. no the holster idea the hide holster um, that's been something that's been um, I've used for probably close to ten years. Having a cross draw holster, which when you're ghillie sniping in the in real work in the real steel, um, in the real steel world in the military, there's not really any need for a cross draw holster when you're out there operating in the in the field. Whether you're a sniper or a, a rifleman, you don't need a cross draw holster. But when you're ghillie sniping in airsoft, when you're lying down, you've got your rifle in front of you a lot of the time. This motion of pulling out a pistol because we've got to use pistols in the real world in the real military you don't need a pistol when you're sniping you've probably got an m4 you drag your sniper with you in a, in a drag bag but in airsoft you've got your sniper and you've got a sidearm so when you draw your sidearm you've got this big flappy wing thing going on which gives you position away but in a cross draw you're lying down to draw that holster now there's no movement you can't be seen so this cross draw has been a thing that i've used for a long time but there's not been anything on the market um and the MK23 pistol, which we all use, is a massive, it's as big as a Desert Eagle. And there's nothing else on the market. Um, with the big suppressor, you can't holster it. So I worked with a UK company called Deadly Customs, who does Kydex um, holsters, very high quality. Spoke with them, put my ideas to them. They had access to very highest quality materials and worked with them. Same thing. Like I, can't mold, I can't mold Kydex. I can't cut um uh, kevlar weave material i haven't got a laser cutter but they have so i worked with them just gave them the ideas drew it all up 
did some prototypes, tested it in the field, and now I'm working with Deadly Customs who who make them for me. And yeah, that's that's how it sort of happens, really. Ot, do you want to you want to intro yourself a little bit? Yeah, I guess Since I can do that real quick. Flynn on here right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, hello, I'm Mr. Ot. I've uh, been playing. I've been playing airsoft for about 16 years now, and I started off with uh, started off with you know backyard uh, backyard battles and all that. Um, then started um, started taking a break from it, just kind of go airsoft in between throughout throughout the years. But I started taking airsoft a little bit more uh, seriously for the past three years now, three four years. Uh, started doing um, started doing YouTube and. Um, we're actually getting close to, uh, a thousand subs on my channel right now. So, um, um, for the two years That's I've been worth. doing you, thank you. Uh, and for the, for doing it for two years and just seeing it grow naturally the way I wanted to see, I, I just, I, I love it. And especially with gauging with awesome people in the community, um, I just see how awesome it is. And so <clears throat> it's been my therapy and I enjoy doing it. So and, what sort of content are you putting on your YouTube channel? Uh, so right now I'm doing gameplays and I try to do reviews every now and then. Uh, but mainly I like capturing the, the, the true spirit of airsoft and how silly it can be, you know, cause like, don't get me wrong. I love the badass moments. I love the, like everything about it, but I don't think that people really capture the true spirit and it's just like everybody just really being themselves, you know, cause like this is a, an escape from our reality that we've deal with and we could just truly get to be ourselves so i like capturing that um moment of everybody the the lighthearted, the wholesomeness of it and just like you know and and um and of course doing this whole airsoft tour that me and hell yeah airsoft are doing we like collaborating with other content creators and you know being able to work with them uh whether whether it's big or small um we just like to you know give them uh, a you know to showcase them just like just showing that people in the community are truly looking after for each other and just really we want this community to grow and that's what i the the primary focus of this tour is to continue for the up and coming content creators or even like people like yourself um uh james to you know we all work together to you know to be the next um generation for airsofters to look up to and and stuff like that and for them to grow and that's kind of what I'm trying to focus on right now. Cool. Oh yeah. Hey, what about, what is the uh you got your um bowling pin back there? Didn't you just get that this weekend? I got it. Why? I did <laughs> I did get this yesterday. Um <laughs> let, let me go grab it real quick. I'll go grab it. All right. Yeah, I saw this uh he th- these guys went to uh Bing and I saw him a picture of it him and uh hell yeah holding it i was like what the hell's the deal with the bowling pin at an airsoft event <laughs> so uh this was actually given to um from one of uh the people that you actually had on the the show i got it from spoon oh nice so spoon gave this as a yeah. gift and what we did was we're, we're gonna bring this on tour and we're just basically having everybody go and sign it <laughs> so we had airsoft dad room real fast bro yeah, probably, but hey, we'll Not figure something out. <laughs> Not gonna last long, but we'll see. So uh we got Ruby on there, Boone, uh the other airsoft dad. So we had both airsoft dads out there, and that was fantastic. <laughs> oh, they were both there. Nice. Yes. Is that airsoft dad on Instagram? 
Yes, there's two airsoft dads on Instagram. So, and I I thought that was uh, hilarious. And we were asking, yeah. hey, where's uh where's airsoft mom at? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's two airsoft dads. There's um so the one that I had on, <laughs> the first one I had on is uh Mike, and uh they're they're both actually in uh, Illinois. So Mike's in Chicago area, and so is the other one. Well, Mike, his airsoft dad is air space soft dad on Instagram. That's his thing on Instagram. So underscore whatever. And then the other one is just airsoft dad all, all, all together. Um, and I was like, bro, I even said this, uh, I did an Instagram live the other night and I said, I was writing out these, uh, envelopes. Um, cause I'm, I'm writing them, uh, you know, I'm sending them a patch. I'm writing letters to them and everything. So, and I'm printing out their, uh, later their envelopes. And I'm like, bro, you guys need to figure out a different name for your Instagram thing, okay? Like, what is it? I'm confused as hell. I can't remember. I don't know who's who here. <laughs> Dear dad that. number one. Dear dad number two. <laughs> right. Maybe one should be like Uncle, Uncle Airsoft and the other one should be Airsoft Dad or something. <laughs> yeah, uncle Airsoft. I was sort of thinking the same thing with the uncle thing. Like, yeah, right? Yeah. There's not many out there. Baby daddy. Well, <laughs> and there's a well there's another guy i know he goes by ysp i don't know if y'all have ever heard of the fella Uh-oh. uh but his ysp stands for your stepdaddy oh shit <laughs> so, he, he's a pretty cool cat he's a pretty cool cat but <laughs> it's clever i think i have one of his patches actually somewhere I honestly kick and I found you just looking for sniper vids and then you popped up and I see oh. subs and I'm like, it's gotta be good. And yeah. yeah. Then you also kind of, you leaned me into a little bit of, uh, I don't know if you guys are friends or whatnot, but bull sniper. Yeah. Nice guy. I love, I love um, Nat- yeah. Nacho. His name is Nacho. Really good friend of mine, actually. Um, I haven't seen him for a couple of years. The last time I went out there. Um, amazing guys. He's, he's a school teacher, loveliest person oh. you'll ever meet. And, um, he's, uh, got engaged to this, um, um, woman now and they've kind of settled down and, um, he had a little bit, of, I think that he was having a bit of bother over in Spain, not, not on the same scale that I was having, but he was getting a bit of grief from people on the airsoft scene out there. Um, and uh, his local site, the Ciudad del Airsoft, closed down, and he sort of stopped making videos. But I hope, hoping he's going to get back into it. Yeah, I've noticed some of his vids have dropped off, and I really, I really like yeah. his sniping. You know, I, and I noticed there's some yeah. uh, uh, like similar vids, like areas that you guys would play sometimes. Yeah, clean. He's and, a clean editor. His edits are really clean. Yeah. It's, it's tight. I never really when I started. S, YouTube, doing my YouTube, and I had like ten subscribers. He had he was on like nine thousand, nine and a half thousand. And, but he's the channel never really got picked up on the algo. It never really took. I'd never quite understood why because his edits are super clean and it's tidy. Yeah. yeah. You know that's so weird. Uh, I, I one of the guys you. I had on a, a, probably three or four times when I first started doing these. It, this is even before I officially called it a podcast. This is like a you know a little over a year ago. Is uh, NEPA Airsoft N E P A? It's uh, stands for Northeast Pennsylvania. Airsoft. Well, his name's Don. He's he's been in the airsoft. He's an older older uh, guy. He's been in airsoft since uh, the mid nineties, nineteen nineties. Okay. Wow. He started a YouTube channel. I think he has okay. seven hundred videos on his YouTube channel. He started putting up YouTube videos way back then, and he does. Wow. Now they're not get you know they're not a lot of gameplay stuff. He's got some of that as well, but he's got a ton of. He's really innovative. 
so he'll and and kind of inventive and shit so he'll make Mm. like this one video he makes a um a dual minigun right so and it's functional like he's good at electronics he Mm. you know hot wire or wires all this shit and uh puts all these he makes all kind of crazy wild stuff and he's got the wildest gun collection i've ever seen like he doesn't even own an m4 and i think he's got like 30 some or 40 some guns uh, he's got just crazy, crazy amount of different style of uh, airsoft guns, um, even from way back then. But his YouTube channel just never got picked up. There's nothing. We tried to promote it when um, when we first started doing these uh, Sunday shout-out things when we were still doing unboxings. And I looked at his channel. I lo- he's got a website, too, that's connected. I looked at uh, – and he does blogging. So he does mm. like, uh, you know, he'll write a bunch of stories on his website. He's, so he's got the presence, he's got the online presence. It's all, he's got the work. The yeah. He's names. got the, he's working, he's putting the content out, but he's perhaps just not getting the attention. And um, probably, yeah. unfortunately, the thing is in this, in this day and age, people have got short attention spans and it's all about how everything, not just in airsoft, not just on YouTube, but in, in the world, it's all about packaging, how things are presented and grabbing people's attention. Um, it's, it's like your book is, it's, they say don't judge a book by the cover but everyone does you've got to have that right. cover to grab people's attention they, otherwise they're not going to open the book yeah always oh, the thumbnails thumbnails can, yeah right. i can completely agree to that thumbnails your title play a lot uh first i've got a little seconds. over first i've got a little over a, I'm, I'm hitting a little over a thousand youtube subscribers i've been doing it for a little over a year okay nice most of my vids <clears throat> that catch um views are typically like my breakdown and rebuild vids like how to do something or Mm. like some of my review vids a few of my gameplay vids got a you know a few out there but um yes i've i've grown to realize over the years of doing this that shorter the vids typically draw in more people Mm -hmm. most you know that's why and that's what and honestly that's what i've noticed too is i started utilizing the youtube shorts my uh the youtube shorts but you can go for between 15 to 60 seconds and i've noticed that the 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 view counts are much much larger than it is on my actual vids and i've actually gained some more subscribers whenever i post shorts Mm -hmm. like i'll average between like maybe between two to eight thousand views on my shorts versus maybe like a few hundred to a thousand on my regular videos Mm-hmm. I've I've also messed with that algorithm a little to see how it runs, and I can stack the views on a short that might take a gameplay vid a month mm-hmm. to get up to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shorts are powerful right now. They are. Um, yeah, and it's the way they're presented as well on the platform. Like when you're looking at them, there's the little subscribe button. People say, "Oh, I like that. I'll sub. I like that. I'll sub." Whereas on a long form video, it takes. They've got to click off. They've got to scroll down. They've got to click on the, it's a it's a longer process um and I, but the funny thing is i don't actually think subscribers are, are half as important as they were five years ago because even if you're subscribed to a channel if you don't watch the videos or you don't you, you don't watch all of the video even if you click on it and watch it and if it's a mate of yours and you're subscribed to it they're like the worst like here's here's the worst thing you can do if you've got a youtube channel and you want to grow it don't tell your parents, don't tell your family, don't tell your friends who aren't interested in that kind of stuff. Hey, subscribe, like, comment, because that's going to kill any progress to start off because YouTube will see like 50 of your mates subscribe to it. They all like it. They all comment because they're doing you a favor. 
but then they won't watch anything anyway. And if they do watch it, they'll watch 60 seconds. And YouTube thinks that people like that don't want to watch your channel. People who are subscribed don't want to watch your channel. And YouTube won't show it to your subscribers anyway because it knows that your subscribers won't watch. So mm. honestly, if you were doing a YouTube channel, don't tell your mates about it. Don't tell anyone. And just, <laughs> just you've got to get people, you've got to, and the same with a short, you've got to make sure you're short is totally related to your channel and your content. If your short isn't related to your channel and content and you pick up a thousand new subscribers from a short, but your short has attracted people who maybe aren't interested in gun teching, mm-hmm. they're not going to show YouTube's not going to show that to those subscribers. If you've done a, a, a channel on um, speed softing, but you're but a short on speed softing, but your channel is entirely on sniper tech, you've attracted yeah the wrong kind of people to your channel so you've got to you've got to be really yeah you've got to have the right subscribers for it to work facts yeah, that, true yeah, because those of you that may be looking into a youtube like in monetization possibly yeah watch hours is a thing you have to get and maintain on a yeah. yearly basis with subscribers i can tell you right now your watch hours are going to be far more difficult to get than your subscribers Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm still absolutely. fighting that. Over a year, I'm still trying to mm-hmm. get my watch hours. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. Same here. Isn't that like every 30 seconds, every 30 seconds, it counts as a watch hour view or some shit like that. Yeah. And also, the thing, thing about the algo is so clever. It doesn't, it doesn't care if you haven't got the subscribers now. The algo will recognize when it's a good video and it will start showing it to different audiences. Like the vast majority of my viewers aren't subscribers. But a lot of them are repeat watchers because the algo will then, re- if they've, someone's watched a video and they're not subscribed, the algo is going to show it to the, the new video to them anyway because mm. YouTube recognizes it, that it's something they're interested in. We'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by Skirmish, the future of Airsoft gameplay management. Are you ready to take Airsoft to the next level? Skirmish's innovative gameplay solution keeps players and spectators engaged with real-time updates. Capture objectives, detonate targets, medic, and more at Skirmish-enabled fields. Skirmish tracks every action so you don't have to. Review past games, action by action, and follow your progress in national rankings. Phones are not required. If you want to find out more, head to skirmish.net. And check out episode 157 of this podcast where I talk with the owner of Skirmish about how it started and how it works. Stay connected, my friends. Yeah, I was blown away by that. When we first started a channel, I started looking at the analytics and I'm going, like, I think it was like 80% of the views were non-subscribers. Maybe it was higher. And I was like, what yeah. the fuck? Like, how is that? And I remember finding this one. I was trying to, like, look at numbers with that because I didn't know anything about it uh, at first. And then uh, I saw this channel that um, had stopped putting out videos, uh, but they had, like, 350,000 subscribers on YouTube. And they were an Airsoft-related channel, mostly, like, tech stuff and uh, kind of, like, info that would come in, like, new new tech uh, you know, things that would come out in Airsoft. This mm-hmm. was like, I guess their channel was active like maybe four or five years ago, but um, they had 350,000. And then, but their views on each video were really, really low. And I was like, I was telling my son and I were looking at it. I said, what, how does that, I don't understand. He's like, well, mm-hmm. a lot of people subscribed at first, but then they, you know, they don't, most people don't go back in and unsubscribe. They just stop watching. Mm-hmm. But YouTube like, will oh, effectively unsubscribe okay. for you. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> exactly. That's part of the algorithm. It yeah, is. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, it's, it's uh, it is interesting to see, but yeah, scary though, isn't it? It's really scary because we're we don't actually have much control over what we view. Right. The, the, mat- the matrix is showing us what it wants us to see. It is right. It really is, dude. <laughs> the vast majority is chosen for you. You, exactly. you show interest in a certain thing, they just pump mm-hmm. it. Into I couldn't understand mm-hmm. the the YouTube search feature. Now it's a lot better now, you know, more recently. But three years ago, when we started a channel, I would cert- like somebody I would talk with or meet on our you know Discord or something. Like, yeah, I gave YouTube channel, and I'm like, I'm searching the name of their YouTube channel. It was the search feature on YouTube just a, not long ago was really really mm-hmm. dumb. And I don't mean that derogatory. I mean that like literally, it was a yeah. dumb, it was a dumb search engine. And I'm yeah, going, they're fucking owned by Google. How I don't understand. It's much better now. It's much better. Hey, one of you guys doing one of you guys doing tech videos. Yeah, so Dude, you're doing I've tech a, videos. Here's, here's a, a little. Videos uh, so you yeah, guys are doing uh, tech uh, videos. Got one or two out. So there. I do do like shorts are really being pumped, right? Do little tech videos, but when you do, if you do the shorts, do short tech videos. But when you do the shorts, make sure you get your um, hashtag. You make sure you tag it with the right. So if you're doing, I don't know, like a maple leaf upgrade video on a on a barrel, make sure you get your shorts with your maple leaf, with your right tags in it, because when people are searching on Google, those shorts are going to show up in Google really high up in the search engines. So even though you might not get the initial views, what you will get, we go back to those specifics, you want the right people to watch. Google will send the right people to those shorts, and if those right people watch your shorts, it's then going to show them the long-form videos, and then Google and YouTube will then start seeing these are the same kind of people we want them to watch, and they'll start then showing it to like the people who are like those people who are consuming those shorts. So when you're doing shorts, just make sure you get it tagged up properly and make sure you get it searchable in Google. Hmm. A fantastic um, insight. Thanks. Yeah, so what yeah, something yeah, I haven't I haven't really played with that really much. So is there a place you can go to uh look up like the best hashtags for uh or how to tag a video or even description? There so I'll put it like this because like I do agree because I've used the I use hashtag uh like hashtags on every single one of my videos, whether it's my shorts or full length videos. Um there is a quote unquote hashtag generator app and i and i use this when i was in the the music scene and to help promote artists and all that so i would use this to promote on instagram and i plugged in that algorithm from the music side over to youtube and that's how i started generating a lot more um viewers and subscribers and all that so mm-hmm. there's a generator that just kind of gives you the right i guess hashtags to to utilize now i don't know if i have to use this all like uh, have to change up every single time, but I just pretty much plugged in the same hashtags like in every single one of my airsoft related videos, and I just plugged it on, uh, plugged it onto uh, the description, and it just seems to work for me, I guess. So, I guess I'm more de- Neanderthal on that. I straight have a list of hashtags because most of my stuff <laughs> is typically based around the same thing. Um. So I have a set of hashtags that I typically use frequently. I copy and paste those to a document mm. and then each video just copy and paste it, you know, type thing. But same here. So I feel you on that. Little I only use I do the same thing. Yeah, I, I only hashtags. I, I don't even think I use hashtags, to be honest. I, I do do tags. Um, but I think 
the algo now is so clever that it on the long form videos especially it will listen to what you're saying it will listen to the words you're saying anyway um so if you're doing a tech video on maple leaf uh, barrel upgrades it will hear you say maple leaf it will hear you say airsoft it will hear you say upgrade this you'll improve this it will hear those sort of things yeah. um i'm not sure it's quite so clever on the shorts I, I don't know i'm just it's just my hunch on that um but i've actually gone i've actually gone the other way now or quite interestingly like my advice to an upcoming channel would be get specific put down exactly okay. in, in the in the you know the tag not just hashtags the oh oh that's right, right. the actual tags i would make sure you got your description you've yeah. got your the, the tags and they've oh. got to also match what you're saying in the video because it will listen it will read and make sure they're all matched up but i've actually gone the other way now so i'm trying to avoid the YouTube algo picking up that I'm airsoft and I just want it to pick up um, entertainment. So I don't say uh, grenade. You try to, I won't, I'll always say pineapple because I don't want air. I don't want the <laughs> matrix to know I'm using grenades. I don't say, oh, I don't, I, I don't say gun. Like I say, um, like this week I'm using a something, something. And I, I try not to, I'm even thinking about not calling them. Like I, I even this week, I've taken out minigun from all of my descriptions. I just put M134. So I'm trying to stay under the radar of yeah. the Matrix, knowing that I'm using gun-related stuff and just rely on it, picking up that I'm producing good, entertaining content. But that's when right. you get to that stuff. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a scary day we live in these days, isn't it, where we're actually got to be worried and self-censoring, worried about well, the, the just... fucking Matrix is picking up what we're playing with. Tool <laughs> you're, you're, you're a hundred so like replica... with that, though. So they, what, you they just like the word their, replica, uh, maybe? They just change their... No, no I avoid replica. Again. The replica is terrible, right? Cause really? YouTube, really? Oh, mate, YouTube doesn't allow firearms replicas yeah and i i had a one-to-one -one with a youtube um rep and we we're talking about the channel because i get a one-to-one -one people i can speak to and i said um, about my ghillie suits and selling them and um how i can't put i can't i don't have any links i avoid any links to shops um because they told oh, me right. that even though it's just a ghillie suit if it's for sale in an airsoft shop and the link is buy my ghillie suit here with a link yeah. the the, the their their algo will go through the link and look at the shop and if the shop looks like they're selling Guns. even if it's airsoft it looks yeah. like a replica gun it looks like a friggin uzi or, or a, a, a mac 10 the algo right. will see the image of a mac 10 and go right they're selling replicas blacklist yep so and let me ask you this yeah. how how does how does one actually get uh get a a youtube rep a it was offer, offered to me yeah it was offered to me <laughs> I think okay, you have to have yeah. a certain amount of subs. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I think so. Maybe it's uh, maybe it's views. I'm not sure. Maybe it's a combination. Yeah, I think when you come, you have to be monetized for sure, and then mm -hmm. um, and then guess I guess from there. I just okay. want to say on this, those of you that might be watching think that this might be a little outlandish. What he's saying, voice recognition is a real thing. Mm -hmm. I'm just oh, saying it's it's everywhere in your face. If somebody doesn't mm -hmm. know that by now, good lord, definitely, living, definitely. When you uh, mm -hmm. when, now when we, in the matrix. yeah, when you yeah. Go, yes. you go somewhere, you've never searched something on your phone ever before, anything uh, you know, just some random thing, whatever it is, and uh, and then you um, you know, you're around your buddies, and somebody says something, you you talk about this one subject or item or whatever, a certain type of headset with a mic kind of thing, you will see those 
uh, pop up, up, you know, mm-hmm. through your Instagram feed through your, like, this is, you know, mm-hmm. we're kind of used to that now. It's <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. I mean, most nine, nine, percent of the time, that's great. Cause it's convenient for us. Yeah. Like this stuff gets presented to us that we want, but at the same time, it's super scary. That oh, it is. Well, you know, they, we're, I was yeah. looking at the, the terms of service. They just updated, you know, when you upload a video now on YouTube, you know, when you go through the check process, like when you're clicking through and you go through the, uh, rev- um, yeah, you have to goes, actually click on yeah. whatever is in that video that's inappropriate mm-hmm. or something like that, right? Or you can click at the bottom where it says none of the above. Mm-hmm. So, and then you hit, you know, review kind of thing, setting to go to the next step to, uh, you know, post your video. Mm-hmm. It is, uh, that list is a, sh- it's way, it's like doubled, okay, compared to what it was. And that just started back, uh, I think this last month. And um, it was very I, saw, recent, I was yes. reading all these new uh, updates in there with uh, sensitivity to past events. Like if you're bringing up something that would cause somebody to have some bad feelings from past events. And then mm-hmm. there's a whole section in there about my. elections. Then there's a whole section. I'm like, bro, oh, I my. thought we were going to get a little more relaxed with this shit. Yeah. No, they went, mm-hmm. they just doubled the shit. I'm like, good lord. Yeah, it's another staple for cancel culture. Uh, yeah, it's all yep. it is. Yeah, have you, have you noticed that Call of Duty doesn't use the names of the real guns anymore? And it's not Correct. because of tra- it's not because of trademarks. Oh, I didn't know that. They give them weird sen- names. It's due to sensitivity of others. Mm-hmm. Really? They don't want people to think you're using real guns. It's going to encourage people to go out and buy a Mac Ten and shoot civilians. It's because it's... people have done that forever, haven't they? Oh God, <laughs> get out of here! Yeah. I think they're genuinely worried that YouTube, et cetera, is going to cancel any kind of gameplay videos because it's a replica. Um, yeah. Like what's happening in Canada, isn't it, at the moment with them banning Airsoft yep. in Canada? Dude. Yeah. Yep, took the words right out of my mouth. That's a big yeah. And that's not far from us for the U.S. No. No, no. not at all. Well, so here in New York, if, we got a lot of new um, policies. Yeah, I, can, right. yeah, I, I know in New York, too. Yeah. I could imagine. And I'm, I'm just thinking. I'm thinking more real steel type stuff. When you say that, you know yeah, what I mean. They're, they're not they're, even. They're clumping well, they're, it together, right? Uh, yeah, they're they're like yeah. translating all of it as one, yeah. and it's it's not. It's not. Right. No, well, no we, we, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's sad, isn't it? Yeah. In general, it is. So, and I think that uh, what I've heard and what I, some of the articles I've read. Now, I don't know. These are just people speculating. You know, you're never going to get. The, never going to get a, a rep from or someone high up in any of these companies that's come out and say, "Yeah, this is why we're uh, we're shadow banning this, and this is why we're cutting out this." And you know, they're not going to say that. But a couple of articles I read, you know, there's people speculating, and it's it seems, you know, it's a good argument is that uh, when you look at airsoft, or when it's not us. But when when someone on the outside looks at Airsoft and they look at and you just watch Airsoft videos that are put out there, any kind of content that's put out there, you got stuff from Milsims. I mean, look at what if somebody was really afraid of guns and, and the gun culture, let's say, and you go, uh, yeah, look at uh, this Milsim had a thousand people there. They're all dressed in military gear. Are these military players? Like, are these military people? Like, what is going on? What are they doing there? Um, I've talked with so many people that have said the the one girl in Slovenia, they were at a, they played, um, 
they do like uh, pickup games on. They don't really have main fields that they do mill sims on or whatever. They just get a bunch of people together. They get permission from the landowner and they go out there and play. Uh, same thing in Scotland. Same thing in uh, Scotland has some airsoft fields, but uh, Utah. Here in uh, America, Utah, they do the same thing. They don't have a lot of fields there, so they just make up yeah, their own. Poland, Poland's like that, yeah. Poland too, yeah. Yep. So they, uh, they've they had people come in, driving by, see all their group there. This girl was telling me, and she said they went and called the police. Police showed up like 15 minutes later, tried to kick them off the field, saying they were, you know, and they didn't, even the police didn't know. what They weren't familiar with the airsoft thing. They're mm-hmm. like, what is going on? Are these a bunch of military militia you know out here mm-hmm. like training so if somebody on the outside is watching this stuff uh this is the kind of i guess feeling they get and this is uh what this article a couple articles that i've read were about is that the they're speculating that youtube and these other ones are trying to kind of get rid of promoting that kind of behavior yeah. uh, on their platforms especially because airsoft in general is um geared or marketed to teenagers. So yeah. they're like, oh, we don't want these young, you know, teenagers coming up learning this kind of behavior where they're they could be dangerous, you know, as yeah. adults. You know? Yeah, they're definitely yeah. trying to clamp down at Facebook. And my, my my Facebook was monetized as well. Um that was yeah. demonetized in September and completely right. shadow banned now. And I was getting tens of millions of views on that and each month and that's just just gone to nothing. Now what about do you have Twitter? I do, yeah. Do you, have you thought about going like put put more into that? Um, I love Twitter. Yeah, yeah, I love Twitter. I've, I've been. I just love Twitter because I kind of speak my mind a little bit on that, and I yeah. express other other interests as well on there. Um, I probably talk about stuff that's not particularly interesting to most well, airsofters. I, follow, I do follow your Twitter account, so um, I see this, you know a lot of the posts that you you do, and it you know, yeah. It's but it seems like what I've heard is since. Must took over. It's like uh, mm. a lot of these uh, accounts that we're shadow banned are starting to grow again organically. Mm. Do, do, do you think they're going to do video on Twitter like properly? Probably. Will. That's a good question. I don't know. I don't know. I, mean, I don't. If, think they, if they did that, if they if they utilize videos like basically if almost the same as YouTube on a big on a big platform like Twitter. Like I, I would totally like I would totally make the transition over to Twitter if uh if if YouTube keeps on doing this BS and everything mm-hmm. I would totally I would totally transition over there. I w- are you are, so. are you guys on Rumble? I yes, am. yes, I love Rumble. Yeah, yeah, Actually, yeah, yeah. I think I'm, I'm the only uh, airsoft channel that's that's got any. Uh, I think I have the most videos on Rumble as far as airsoft, unless. Unless somebody like yourself. Oh, no, I don't. I don't post on Rumble, but I definitely view a lot on yeah. Rumble. Do you find Rumble? Wait, is what is Rumble? A phenomenal like. It's like YouTube. Probably it's one YouTube. of the few like real it's a free speech. Free YouTube. speech. Yeah. yeah. Very free yeah. speech. Very open. Like, it's you YouTube, but it's much more open. Yeah. You mm-hmm. don't get the hammer ban on you. I have like you will. I don't think I've uploaded a video on there since uh, I think for about a year. Um, I stopped doing it. It was it was really difficult to uh, remember to do all of them, all these different you know posts mm-hmm. and platforms. Posts. But uh, I was at the beginning when I first switched over. I would when I would post a video on YouTube. I would as soon as I'm you know right when I'm done, I'm posting on Rumble. Yeah. Same thing. You know. 
Yeah, I, I I do post the odd video on Rumble, but I don't get any natural organic sort of mm. traction on there naturally. I think it, what I see at Rumble, it's much more important to have the subscribers on there. Gotcha. And your subscribers all get shown exactly what you're doing. You get notifications, and oh, okay. um, I think well, now that I know you're on there, I might have to look you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. Uh, what I see on yeah. Rumble is like pet videos. <laughs> Yeah, it's this funny platform, isn't it? I think it could be potential on there if YouTube clamps down. But I think so too. You know, Spotify might have to look doing, up. Um, video as well. So really, I think um, Joe Rogan. I think that that I think his uh, podcast pushed that. We're well, not pushed. I don't know if he pushed it, but I think because of you know his uh, YouTube stuff doesn't get you know it gets taken down or it gets you know whatever because mm. of the stuff he talks about. On there with people, um, I think uh, maybe that was a big push to, for Spotify to do video. So now you can do video on on uh, Spotify as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah YouTube's got a monopoly, hasn't it? That's for sure. Yeah. Yes. Certainly. Well, let's uh, let's go into the next uh, thing real quick. It's uh, the wheel of BBs. So when we first started this, uh, just to give you guys a uh, kind of a history on this. When uh, OT, Mister OT, is the um, when him and I were doing a podcast a few months ago. Uh, Towards the end of the podcast, he said, hey, man, I have a suggestion uh, about, and, and this is was his suggestion, was this format right here, where we have a, a handful of guests on, him and I are, you know, co-hosts together, and uh, we we just kind of throw some, uh, we do this intro, we'll talk about some shit, and then, uh, um, and then we do this Wheel of BBs, and then, which have some, uh, I guess, categories of topics to talk about. And then we'll wrap up with uh, rapid fire questions. So I've modified a couple things uh, for the wheel of BBs and for the, especially the rapid fire questions, because um, at first we thought we would do some rapid fire questions that would uh, spark some kind of a, uh, inter, you know, interesting conversation or whatever, really quickly, right? Like just one word answers. And then when everyone's done, we kind of talk about, you know, just kind of banter back and forth. Mm-hmm. So, you mind if I take half a second here and throw in your your um, website? I think yeah, this is ahead. awesome, man. I've, oh, okay. Uh, Iraq recently showed me his website. It's trifectaairsoft.com. If you guys are interested, you can literally go in here and book dates to be part of the podcast. And it's oh, fantastic. Wow. It shows you dates available, times, and whatnot. So this is pretty cool, man. I, I've yet to see a podcast cool. do this. So that's right. uh, a leg up on your, on your end. So I just wanted to give that a shout. I think that's oh, awesome. I'm, well, I appreciate it, man. I, I mean, I'll go through it real quick, actually, since you brought it up. Uh, I So when uh, Houdini jumped on, he was uh, talking about it, oh. trying to get his mic together. Oh. And uh, I said, well, get in here and I'll... Um, I'll, uh, I'll walk you through how to, you know, set up some of this stuff, whatever. Uh, th- you know, this is a very common thing. People, uh, you know, most people I talk with on here, they're not familiar with, uh, you know, all the ins and outs of Discord. I wasn't either when I first started doing these. I had to learn all these different settings and things. So I, uh, I, I'll help people in the first five, ten minutes kind of get their audio set up, choose their mic, choose their input and output kind of shit, whatever. So, um, so I was really used to that, just like somebody had to show me. Well, anyway, so when we got in here, uh, I said, hey, you're in a different time zone. I need somebody to test this for me. I needed a guinea pig. So uh, I just came out this, uh, added a feature onto my website, which is um, a calendar, you know, booking thing. Uh, Let me share my screen real quick. 
Whoops. Me, I think this is somewhat of like a meta setup to get people in into your podcast. Well, like, well I appreciate it. Man. And it easier was, uh, too. Yeah, I wanted to make it really easy for people. Because uh, what would happen is, what I've been doing for the last year is I'll message somebody, whether it's on Discord, Instagram, their YouTube videos, or whatever, somewhere where we can chat back and forth, and I will, um, uh, and then we'll 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 go back and forth basically for sometimes a a day, a couple days to figure out a good time and you know whatever, uh, especially when there's a time difference. Um, some people it's really quick and easy. So James, that's an example. You're totally different time zone, right? I said, uh, when I asked you to be on, you said, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll do it. And I said, um, well, I have this day or whatever this day. You're like, yeah, Thursday's good. I was like, fucking a bro. It was so easy. Uh, low, but I think most of you guys on here, it was the same thing. You know, we went, it was really quick, but that's not always the case. So I want to make something that was really quick and easy for people to go on at their convenience and just kind of set up. So if you look, you know, this is the, the website. All the way on the right here is a book online. I just added this. I didn't know how to. <clears throat> I didn't know how to. Uh, can you all still see that? Yeah. Okay. Click on watch stream in order for it to pop up. Yeah, you got to click on watch stream. Right? Okay. Yeah. Click oh, on I didn't know that. See, look. Yeah. Oh, so it was just going to pop up. There you oh, go. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When uh, sometimes it does. Right. I don't know the the secret on that. I don't know why sometimes it just pops up normally without you clicking on anything. And sometimes you have to click on watch stream. Um, so you click on book online. It brings you to here, request to book. And then it'll take you to the calendar. That looks cool. Uh, and then um, all these dates, it shows you the you know current month. Any, th- any date that has a, a blue dot under it is, that means there's an available spot. Okay. Uh, now what's, going to show what you guys are going to see right now since i'm using it from my computer is uh, my current time zone so this is 7 p.m eastern time now if what i had lobo do, or uh, what i had uh, houdini do and this is what i needed was somebody to go in from a different time zone and look at it and tell me what they're seeing because when i go through the preview process when i built this or when i added this feature on here um, it doesn't allow me to use a different time zone to see, you know what I mean? To see what it looks like. So I wanted to make sure that, uh, somebody in a different time zone would see their time. So when, uh, Houdini went in the seven o'clock time for me, he's an hour behind me. It actually shows up on the website at 6 PM for him. So I wanted to make sure that that was accurate, but, um, mm. uh, and that's how we ended up talking about this thing anyway. Uh, so somebody can click on there, click on that, and then just highlight it, whatever, request a book, and then it takes you to a form that uh, you can fill out, um, you know, your name, your Discord name, your Instagram name, and then if you have a YouTube channel, and then a little bit about yourself if you want, and then there's some things about, like, uh, basic audio setup, just little things like that, and then you can fill all that out, and then hit the button. So, anyway, uh, I wanted to, uh, yeah. That's pretty cool when you're out. Thanks, man. Um, it's fantastic. I wanted to, wanted to add that, yeah. kind of streamline the process because uh, two weeks before Christmas, I started putting out, um, releasing five podcasts a week. So Monday through Friday. Uh, I was only going to do that for three weeks. I was going to do the week of Christmas, then the week after, 
um, a couple weeks after, like while the kids were off school, basically. Okay. Yeah. Everyone shut down for Christmas and New Year's. So I thought, well, I have enough people. I'll just go ahead and do that. So <laughs> I didn't plan on keep doing it. Okay. Cause putting out five a week is, uh, it's, it's a lot. Um, so, but I still have enough people to keep up with it with that schedule. So I wanted to streamline the process of setting up these dates, but, and that's what I came up with. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Hell yeah. Well, let's do this uh, wheel of BBs thing here. Wheel of fortune. <laughs> I know, right? No. <laughs> okay, so what, what we're going to we do is uh, we're going to go, James, we'll start with you. Uh, when I click it, whatever it lands on, you guys still see it. Look right? at okay. it go. 1v1 who? Let's yes, go. Sir. Me. So whoever, <laughs> <laughs> Me. <laughs> on a speed field. <laughs> if you had, if you had, uh, you know, anyone you could play against just 1v1 and obviously you know your style of play whatever whoever it could be who would you want to uh 1v1 nico mm. nice name's good. nico yeah yes. yeah that's a good one okay awesome mm. uh houdini for me it would definitely be s2n junkie from second to none in the netherlands oh shit okay I love that guy. Awesome dude, but he is a savage on the field. Lobo. Well, I can't say Houdini because we already know who won that. Um, right, that's BS. Hey. Oh, shit. <laughs> that's, that wasn't. Did you, already, did you already beat him? Hold on. No, this wasn't on a speed field. <laughs> <laughs> this, was, <laughs> this was a trip what? to Rhode Island, and we were doing a speed loading and shooting like we had our hands to each other. We had to turn around, load, rack, and shoot. And the first one that got hit won this dope Rogue Customs Slaughter Project magazine. Lobo got me. All right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he got me. Uh, all right. Got me good. Uh, if I had a one, v- if I had a one v one, anyone, uh, I'll go after Rusa from SYG. Yeah, dude's nice. a savage. Yeah. All right. OT, what about you? Hmm. Knowing my play style, I felt like I've gotten uh, better as far as like being able to move up and suppress from all the previous Muslims that I've been doing. I I would actually like to do a 1v1 with uh, Dutch the Hooligan. I would like to feel like that would be a very interesting one. Be yeah, okay. He's actually a nice fellow. I met him in uh, in Kentucky a little while back. Oh, really? Yeah, pretty cool dude. All right, so I have limited space on these uh, little pie slices here to add words. It doesn't crop it, like word crop it, you know, where it fills in the whole uh, pie slice. It just cuts it off. So I'm, <laughs> I had to get really creative with the sentencing here. Um, so in 2023, what's the most exciting event you're looking forward to? Oh, I already uh, James, know this you can one. Go. I'll lead it. Sure. I'm looking forward to the NSL tournament wrapping up in Rhode Island. Yeah, that's next at, weekend, at, right? At uh, No, that's going to be at the end of the year, like September. Mm. And I'm stoked about that because well, EA... The first one's next weekend, isn't it? Uh, yes, yes. This coming right? weekend is Shazone. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yep. So we'll be going Are to you that. Sure it's in September? I'm pretty sure. I'll have to look at the dates, but I know EA Fest is around September, and that's typically where yeah, they like yeah. to hold a lot of their like main big events. If you, no, the reason why I say that, because if you look at the CSL schedule, they have Friday, Saturday, and Sunday on EA. So I guess I have to look it up, but I believe it is it's closer to the end of the year, but it's not anytime yeah. soon. But I'm definitely looking forward to that. I think it's gonna be insane. And Lobo can test. Uh Extreme Airsoft yeah. in Rhode Island is like the it's amazing. It's just amazing. Super Bowl. Simply said, yeah. I got a video about it called the Super Bowl of Fields. It's wow. fantastic. Yeah. Lobo, what's yours? I can't wait for the next EA Fest. It's the one time of the year that, like, Houdini, I get to see people I only talk to on the Instagram. Three-day event. <clears throat> you know, go down there to shoot the shit. This time, definitely playing some more tournaments, you know. Not do as much as the vendoring thing, but I want to play in the field a little bit more. Nice. Nice. Mr. Mustang? Um, I would say probably going back to Johannesburg in South Africa for the Airsoft X event, followed by the um, old Kempton Park Hospital. Airsoft X event this year, I believe, last year we inserted by helicopter. This year, I believe uh, me and Nico are being parachuted into the game behind enemy lines, skydiving. What? So hopefully you'll get to see me in my console. That's dope. Have you ever been skydiving before or parachuting? No, I'm trying not to think about it. I'm trying not to think about it. (laughs) I don't want to think about it. I'm just going to do it. You're gonna love it. You're gonna you love can do it. it. You're going See me to in a ghillie it. suit. You're Holy going shit, to love that, it. There's a bush falling through the sky. That'll be me. And then, you're um, gonna love it. Dude. Yeah. And, I don't and think the you're gonna be able after. to jump with the uh, ghillie suit on, man. I don't know. No, you have to, to put... jump with the ghillie suit on, bro. No, <laughs> yeah, the ghillie suit. It's gonna be in the ghillie suit. Yeah. Oh my god. Because yeah, we're, we're jumping. We're, we're actually parachuting into the game. Yeah. A parachute also has to be gillied as well. Like just... it's, it's skydiving. I, I presume, I, at least I hope it's going to be tandem, but I think we're going to be parachuting into the game. We'll see what happens. Um, uh, and you've then... got plenty of time. You've I got believe... plenty of time. You can go take lessons. It only ta- I, I think it say... only takes – well, I don't know about in the UK, but it You're only right. takes a, a couple of jumps on uh, with the tandem and yeah. a couple of classes, uh, and then you can jump on your own. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, I know yeah. in the US you do it like that and it you pay like right. two grand and you're certified to jump on your own, right? Dude. Like, yeah, nice. it's phenomenal. Yeah, no. You'll love it. You'll love it and hate it because you'll never experience another adrenaline, adrenaline rush like it. Yeah, Ever. it should be. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And then, um, but I'm actually more looking forward to the... coming down? Oh, God, yeah, yeah. It'll all be in the gameplay. Yeah. Awesome. Phenomenal. Yeah, but the, the, hosp- the, the, the event at the hospital the weekend after, though, is probably what I'm more looking forward to it's a nine-story abandoned three-building hospital in johannesburg um and it's just the most incredible place and the, the rules there are like like the rules are uh, uh are limited shall we say um so there's like if there's windows or broken or locked doors like players will just smash through windows and like go through <laughs> oh, the doors what? and it's 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 crazy, crazy. Like, there's, there's, there's broken Africa, glass yeah that yeah, so outdoor kind of gameplay, I would love to do. It's mental. Like the, 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 Man, the, the, it's worth it. it. Honestly, if, if you're going to go to one, <laughs> if you're going to travel somewhere in the world, go to play at the uh, hospital in Johannesburg. It's literally a nine-story tall building. There's three that buildings. Insane. It's mental. Yeah. <laughs> that is insane. Yeah. Oh, I, I kind of envy you. 
kind of envy you for that. That sounds so fun. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Um, all right, let's uh, let's go. Let's spin it again. It looks okay. like we got somebody in here. There we go. Dream location. Yeah, that's all right. Well, uh, yeah, I noticed someone hopped in. Yeah, yeah, gamers. Yeah. Okay, gamers, if you can hear us, we're doing it. Yeah, there it goes. We're doing a uh, a podcast, bro. Uh, so this one is a dream location. This is uh, if you could pick anywhere on the planet to play. Where are you playing? Well, it doesn't have to be an airsoft field. Mm. Well, um, I'm going to say Johannesburg now because that sounds <laughs> hella it's fun. That sounds yeah, hella sick. fun. Just took my answer. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it's sick. What about what about that? You know the place in the James Bond movie, that sort of weird island place with all the skyscrapers. Is that in near China or Hong Kong? You know the one where it's got um, the one where James Bond is interrogated by the the um, ex MI6 agent. He's tied to the handcuffed to the chair, and the the agent's gay. Do you remember that? Which one, that film? which one was that? Um, God, I can't remember the name of it. Quantum of Solace, maybe. Oh, okay, I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, I, I think I think that I think that is in Hong Kong. Yeah, and it's got the the woman who is he has to shoot the the drink off the woman's head using the yeah. antique pistol. That location would be epic, right? You know what's funny? Well, I is, would just want to play in a castle. A castle, yeah. I was going to say castle. Like, I'm, come, I'm to come to France. Come to France. Yeah, a location France, in France. Uh, with castles and then uh, <laughs> uh, Dubai, <laughs> like India. Bro, fun. they've got some crazy oh. looking, like the the way their buildings are set up in some of those areas, look insane. Hold on, you got a castle in France to play? In? Yeah, have you seen? What? It's called the Bears. It's called the Bears Head, and it's in um, it's a Napoleonic fortress that's built on top of a mountain called the Bears Head, La Tête de Lour, I think it's called in French. Um, and it was used in the First World War and Second World War by the Germans to store ammunition. And it's um, on top of a mountain, um, big fortress, all surrounded by forest. And it's got this massive trench around the outside. And there's a secret tunnel network you can go through, the morgue. And there's a labyrinth of underground pitch black tunnels. There's a cliff face, which you can, you can there's a rope and you can climb up this cliff face to get in around the back. And there's these sort of chimneys and ladder you can go in. And it's got ramparts. It's, it's insane. Absolutely wild. insane. That's where you I will wear a ghillie suit for that. Yeah. Come on. I don't know. I'm all black for them tunnels, bro. All I, black. Right. Um I think for me, um, I would love to play in the city of Pripyat. What? Yeah. Uh, that's where the the uh, Chernobyl disaster took place. Oh my uh, god! Like, yeah. Oh, okay. the, ab- yeah, the abandoned city. Yeah. Yes, because you know, be- yeah, because like if you think about it now, like you could go to Pripyat as a tourist attraction, like you could go there now, but and explore the abandoned city. So, mm. yeah, Yo, yeah. That looks nasty. Oh, it's open now. You can go back. Okay. Y- yeah, you could yeah. go into the city of Pripyat, and like, I feel like that would be like that is my dream place. Like, I will like empty my my savings account and my four hundred one k just to go to and play. Four hundred one k. Do yeah, exactly. Mm. <laughs> I have to. I think you. I think I think that's my, the best field. Yeah, my all the fields, all the possible fields we've all chosen. I think that one is is the yeah. one that gets it. That's pretty yeah. 
Yeah, okay. Y'all can go there uh, and then come back and tell me about it, okay? Because uh, uh, mutant zombies, okay? Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, the radiation, like, for, I've I've been actually looking up articles recently. The radiation in Pripyat, even though it is still present, it is it's it is died down like dramatically. Yeah, it has died mm-hmm. down dramatically since. If it uh, makes me taller, I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> well, how tall are you? I'm five foot five. It's oh my short. lord. Uh, pretty short. Yeah. Marines like short people. I don't know. He's, he's gonna come, short. Yeah. He's gonna come back. He's gonna be five nine. He'd be like, "Let's go, let's go." <laughs> I think I'll take my own Geiger counter. <laughs> right. Yeah, I agree with that. I won't. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not Houdini. the kind of person who trusts what he's told by the authorities. So I'll. Uh, <laughs> no shit, I'll be, right? Yeah. I'm gonna take one to find the toxic areas. <laughs> so hopefully, <laughs> I can get taller. <laughs> You know how those things work, though. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you've seen enough movies. Yeah, you'll get taller, but it's like uh, one leg is you know grows two feet, and the other one's short still. Okay, well, I'm standing on the long leg, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, because like the ultimate, I mean, the real like the real reason is because like I feel like everybody who has played airsoft and who's played Call of Duty has always wanted to do an all gillied up mission from the first Modern Warfare. Mm-hmm. Like, and this is where it took place. So I figure being able to actually do that in person at in Pripyat, I think that yeah. would be like the That's most. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Make, make it happen. Well, yeah, I mean, go. well, let's just wait for the war to come over out in the UK and in, uh, in Ukraine. <laughs> and then we'll just. Uh, yes. Let's wait for the war to be over first and then we'll try to make it happen. Yeah. All right. Well, we ha- we did the. Uh, I think we did almost all those. There was uh, one more left. I can't remember which one. Was there? Yeah, there was yeah. one more. I think it was Dream. So, uh, it, it was it was Dream Gun for twenty three. That's what yeah. it was. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's just go around and do that. I don't have to spin it. So, who's uh, anyone have a uh, a gun that they're looking forward to getting this year? Yes, actually. Um, so, a little unfortunate situation actually yesterday when I got back from uh, Bing Field, uh, one of my gun or one of my uh, yeah one of my guns got stolen at the field. Oh, yeah, shit. somebody stole like they disguised themselves as paintballers because I saw these kids and they um that and once they left my and after we were out there playing my little my little stubby uh, N23 my little baby M4. Um, it that I brought out there got stolen, so I was a little bummed out. But you know, it is what it is, unfortunately. Um, so, but the one that I am looking for, looking at getting is uh, SEMA had just released an an AA12 variant, um, right. on, and I saw it on Taiwan Gun, and I'm trying to talk to them about sending sending one over for me to review. But uh, it's. That's definitely something like it is a tri shot shotgun AEG, and it and each individual barrel has its own hop up unit. So you got three different hop up units. That's so you can so you can spread the uh, different um, BBs and everything like that. So right, you can control the spread of exactly how far it comes out per distance oh, and whatnot. Cool. That's pretty fantastic. Mm-hmm. Hunt around mid caps too. So nice. Damn. Damn. So Might that's something I'm kind of looking for. Might as well grab a flak ten at that point. Ah, <laughs> 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 you're funny. <laughs> Those things are beasts, though. Yeah, they're they, uh, if you could get one. Yeah. Good luck. Right. 
Anyone else looking forward to guess, uh, a new um, gun this year? There's one I've always kind of kept my eye on for a long time, for a while, and mostly because it, I think it would be hilarious. A five foot five United States Marine carrying a minigun would be phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to have a minigun just so I can stand in the open and spray everything, and you just can, see this can little. You carry sh- it? And you carry, yeah, well, full I've over. Carried, I've carried large men on my shoulders in the Marines. Okay, I'm sure I can okay. handle this. Just, uh, just making sure now. I don't know. Not, not, not the not the micro gun. <laughs> not the micro gun. You want the full length. I, I want the biggest one possible. I want one big enough that it makes me look smaller. Just that because be it hard. would. It would <laughs> fuck you. I said, you better use just, the other mini one, the mini mini gun. Okay? I just thought it would be hilarious, you know, as a little short dude mm. holding this gigantic mini gun, screaming, that would be funny. screaming, That's "fuck funny. yous" as I'm running down the aisle. <laughs> right in EA, right? Who did he? Yes, so right on the field. Yep. yep with it's like, all right, who gave belt. Eric Cartman a mini gun? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you got it. That's funny. Anyone else? Um, I just say I'm still searching for a TM Glock, so hopefully one day I, I can get one. I just want one. I don't care which one it is. I just want a TM Glock. That's all I want. Are they hard to get? If you can't get them yeah. imported because of the trademark really? issues. Uh, I can. Uh, I actually can help you out with that. Uh, go to AJ, uh, go to JK Army. JK Army. JKArmy.com because that's where I got my TM Glock. We've been to that website. Yes, I've been to that website, and it's and it's actually what is is the issue? Uh, Glock doesn't because it's not approved or something, or they didn't get the licensing from Glock Mm -hmm. to put it on there. Yeah, it's it's something that I mean, it's been going on for years though. Like if you like, I've seen it happen plenty of times uh, with um, because I think uh, that's how I think Airsplat got out of uh, got out of business because they were selling a lot of um, TM Glocks and KJW Glocks. That had the Glock trademarks, and Glock was like, "No, no." Well, uh, yeah, they get they get over here. Like they would get. Did what now? Go ahead, Loba. No, I was gonna say they get over here. There's people that you know they get over. I know people that have them. I've seen companies that I know personally, the owners. They get a small like shipment in, but they're gone too fast, or they've been on a waiting list. So when they finally got them, it's the people that goes on a waiting list first. Like I had a buddy on my team, Ricky. He has like fucking ten of them. He just finds them. I don't know where. He just finds them, but he won't sell me one. So well, the weird he's thing an to me is uh, a company like what TM a buddy that's big and reputable uh, is making a product that has you know that they don't have the license for. I don't. It's, I'm confused. What it didn't used to be an issue before, like way back, like back in the day. Like it, it hasn't been an issue, but because Airsoft grew into a huge popularity. That's when gun manufacturers were just kind of like, hey, y'all are making a quite a bit of money from using our logos. Uh, we need to put a stop to this or uh, we want that check. Yeah, that's what it pretty much is. They want their money. Mm-hmm. Well, sure. I mean, that, you have to pay for that, their. You pay for their name. I mean, that's, you know, if you if you market a if a company. Puts in the time and effort and money to become popular <clears throat> like Glock, right? And uh, and then somebody just uses their name on a product without their permission. That's kind of shitty, in my opinion. I think yeah. uh, like I'm just confused as to why. Like I'm saying, like uh, because uh, I think Elite uh, Force holds their their trademark. 
It's, yeah, Elite Force Humorex USA that owns the uh, official licensing yeah. to Glock. But, They're yeah, the he, only ones that can make a, a Glock? Mm-hmm. Really? That's the, yeah. that's the only one, uh, legally at least. Uh, what? Yeah, but mm-hmm. I will say this. I don't know what Tokimarui's doing, but I, I'm telling you, like, if you go to JK Army, because that's one of the... Um, the only uh, uh, retails that are ordered from are overseas. So, like, Taiwan Gun is, is based out in Poland, and JK Army is based out in, Hong, uh, not Hong Kong, but, um, actually, it could be Hong Kong, I'm not sure. But, um, but I actually got stuff from JK Army within, I got that TM Glock within maybe a, about a week or two, at most. Um, really? But, it didn't get stopped at Customs? It did not get stopped in customs. I I don't know if I got lucky or whatnot, but jkarmy.com is definitely something I would take a look at. And I actually, um, I found a lot of these websites through other uh, UK uh, YouTubers like uh, Airsoft Mike and Fez Airsoft. To check it out. Interesting. Well, what one thing I know, I would love to see kicking, kicking, running a like Monk Customs build would be pretty awesome. <laughs> That would be awesome. What, what, what sort of what sort of builds do they do? Is that it's more of a it's uh, more HPA paintball, yeah, like a paintball it, gun. It's kind of set up like a paintball marker. Yeah, you got but it's for airsoft. And, yeah, you got your yeah. tank attached oh, nice. to the grip. Yeah, and you got a nice. Yeah, I, I don't like AEGs. I don't like yeah. they sound like sewing machines. Same. Um, oh, there's, no, there's no drama. Right. There's, there's no drama to them either. When I do when I use guns, I want them. They either have to be like they have to have some something visceral about them so the bolt action when it's on camera it fit, and not just on camera when you're playing with it you've got that it feels like you've done something and you pull that trigger and it's a single shot and it lands and it's really satisfying and with a gas blowback you, you load the mag cock it clunk you fire you feel something the gas the bbs run out really quickly you've got to reload it with AEGs, it's just like, <laughs> and, you, and the, they fly out full auto, and there's nothing about it. It's, it's almost the same. It's almost the same with HPA as well. Like, like the MTWs or any any um, like Redline or a really good HPA M4 build, yeah. they're amazing. They shoot straight. They can lift heavy BBs. You get huge range, massive rate of fire. They're super effective, but it's just a. And there's no that's actually there's why. That's actually it. why I love my because uh, I in my my case right yeah, here I have um, uh, I use a um, I use a um, I have a, a Wolverine um, Inferno Spartan Gen two edition mm-hmm. and I right. abs- and I, I've upgraded it from my Polar Star and I absolutely love it. it. I just love the quietness of it. But aren't they so perfect? They're quiet. They shoot straight. Everything is just perfect. But there's no drama. <laughs> there's no excitement drama it was a drama it's you know all it's, I, mean? I feel i feel you a hundred percent on that yeah, uh, i just yeah. I, I like just being able just like i want the drama to be when they take the hit that's the drama yeah. that i want yeah, <laughs> so I, I, know, I, know, yeah I get it i get it trust me i'm tempted trust me believe me i'm tempted but <laughs> so i've sort of tippy-toed in your realm kicking in a speed soft seat setting scenery um mm. with a springer um short stubby sniper yeah mm-hmm. and it really ups the difficulty tremendously it's, but it's so it's, satisfying i got away from rifles and went to pistols because rifles mm-hmm. are just too easy mm-hmm. pistols make it a little more pistols are fun aren't they the gas blowback yeah. pistols like yes. you're talking about getting a tm yes. block there's something about using a gas blowback yes. pistol that's super like it's visceral you're like it's a real experience 
not, not even just uh, that, but the style of play you you have to adapt to compared to mm-hmm. like a rifle where you can sit back and spam everything mm-hmm. accurately. Or skill. It's so yeah. different, man, and it it mm-hmm. adds that extra layer of competition to me. And who, who uses who uses awesome. electric pistols? Do you use an AEP? Do you, who who loves to use electric <laughs> pistols? Everyone's like, no, I don't do that. That's how I react to like electric rifles. No, I don't use an electric rifle. I want a gas blowback rifle. You know, right, right. Agreed. I tried. I tried one electric pistol. We got one in a mystery box, and I I didn't even know what it was. I was like, what the hell? Because we'd always gotten the uh, gas blowback pistols, Mm -hmm. and then uh, and of course I didn't know. You know, I was still new and into learning the airsoft stuff. So I'm like, what the hell? Where's the gas thing? And and my my sons are laughing. They're like, no, it's a battery like, what are we going to do with this battery where does this thing yeah, go? the top comes what off it goes look? in the top and, uh, we did a review on it the thing sucked ass it was horrible okay yes <laughs> it's good for running off stray animals maybe <laughs> I think it was like 120 fps bro this thing was his squirrels his squirrels <laughs> in the best yeah there you go yeah well let, let's go into the uh the last part which is the uh, rapid fire questions i like i said i did something a little different it's just it's just for fun it's for funniness Okay, it's not uh, funniness any word, but uh, it's just for messing around. Okay, they're not real questions um, or legitimate questions, I should say. They're just for messing around because honestly, when I was thinking about doing the uh, rapid fire stuff, some of the stuff that we uh, that we talk about or that we ask, like uh, some of the previous ones, would be like uh, AEG or HPA, right? Well, with you guys, with this group, it's not really applicable. Okay, because uh, we got a, a bolt action sniper over here. We've got a uh, pistol running maniacs on the speed soft field. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, so I, I changed it up a little bit. Okay. So I'm going to share the screen and uh, I just put out a little word document that these are multiple choice questions and we don't have to go in a certain order. Y'all can just call out. Okay. Whatever. We'll just see. Can y'all see that? I just see a white screen. The white, white screen, screen at the moment. Yeah. White screen. Okay, hold on. There we go. Now you see it? Yes. Yep. Yeah. All right. In this game mode, let me, I'll just read it out loud. <laughs> I love it. I <laughs> In love this it. game mode, every time you get a kill, you must sprint back to spawn and do a shot of A, Jim Beam Apple, uh, B, Peach Schnapps, or C, Warm Cat Piss. All right, go. Who's Straight who's up, up, Jim Beam. Jim Beam. Jim Beam. Mm. I've no idea. Is warm cat piss? Is that an American beer? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Like literally. Literally warm Legit cat piss. Cat piss. Oh, oh, okay. I, I guess it peach snaps, I guess. Drinking wine. He, he probably doesn't do uh, liquor like that. I, I'm kind of I'm sure. kind of on, on I, his I'm, last name is Bailey. Of course he does. Well, I mean, <laughs> okay. And by the way, you guys might not know this. Uh, OT, when you were talking earlier about your uh, music background, uh, James over here used to be a DJ, like pretty big time. Okay. Oh Before yeah, I remember watching sniping. that. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. big into music. <laughs> so, uh, I guess. Go ahead, OT. I, I'm I'm kind of in between like A or B because you see the thing is is like I gotta oh, be in the mood. I, I no, I am not going to do C. I'm, no, 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 no. Oh, that um, was coming. <laughs> no, I, it's because like I got to be like when it comes to liquor or anything like that is like I got to be in a in a mood for it. You know what I'm saying? Like I got to be in the right 
mindset to be able to say is like if I'm doing like cel- celebratory informa- uh celebrations or whatever, then yeah, absolutely. Um, but you know, it's just like I just can't just it's like oh, it's Tuesday. Here's some Jack Daniels right here, you know. I, I just can't do that. <laughs> so it's got to be between A or B, just depending on how I'm feeling. Well, the reason I chose the first two is because uh, those two are, from what I know of you know, and people I've talked with and, and met, uh, those two are probably the most uh, commonly, uh, or I guess the most common thing that people have gotten sick on that they'll never go back to, right? So it's like a, a real sweet apple taste, a real sweet peach taste with uh, the schnapps. So if uh, if somebody has gotten sick on those, they're like, okay, maybe I will consider the warm cat piss because I, I'll throw up if I drink these other ones. <laughs> <laughs> nope, that's vodka. Can't do for anything me. peach. That's, that's, vodka. that's, that's vodka. Uh, that's tequila for me. I can't do tequila. Ugh. Yeah. All right, let's go to the next one. All right, the field has a strict bang bang rule, but instead of yelling bang bang, you yell. A, you dead. B, be gone, demon. Or C, bye, Felicia. Bye, Felicia. Bye, That's Felicia. Totally a be gone demon for me. <laughs> Can I add one? <laughs> add one. Go ahead. All right. I, I want to go up to somebody and like, and just say Marco. And if they say Polo, I, I would and, love for them. <laughs> I, and if they if they say Polo, I want to give him a pass. But if he just gets up and goes, then just like. All right, I'm out. <laughs> I, I don't play at fields with bang bang rules, so it'll be none of the above. <laughs> I don't either. But uh, so we have uh, some HSA West Coast guys that play over, you know, in the West Coast, obviously. Yeah. But uh, they play at Project N One a lot in California, and they'll do the whole Marco Polo thing. But they don't okay. do it as they don't do it like what you're saying. They do it to find each other when it gets down to like three or four people left. Mm-hmm. They'll start screaming Marco Polo to find each other. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. I've seen do that. I've yes. seen Scott do that in video. It is. Yeah. Yep. Nice. All right. Let's uh, go to the next one here. In this game, it's you and a partner against 100 speedy boys jacked up on Mountain Dew. Who's your partner? A. Stallone, B. Van Damme, or C. Schwarzenegger. All of these guys. While they're in their prime, okay, so years ago, right? Schwarzenegger, Van Dam. I don't know. Yeah, I Van think Dam. I'm gonna go with Van Dam. I think I'm going, going with Van, Van Dam. Dam. Not gonna lie, yeah. Stallone. Uh, going with Arnold. Stallone. Yes. <laughs> Wait, somebody joined in. Oh, somebody did join in. They're all right, Cutter. We're uh, we're doing a podcast, man. Oh, I'm out. <clears throat> so I didn't even I didn't even realize he came in. Yeah, I know. I just heard a doo doo. I was like, oh, okay, you got somebody. <laughs> So we had a Stallone and a bunch of Van Dams, and I don't know. We did have uh, one Schwarzenegger. Okay. Well, it was it was Cutter. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, okay. so three Van Dams All and right. one Stallone. Your favorite field that banned or that banned you will allow you back if you wear a special outfit for the first game. What is it? A full banana suit, only boxers and flip flops, or only a hospital gown? Hospital gown. Bro, I honestly I wouldn't go back, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, probably a hospital gown. I would agree. Just don't. Try, just, just, depends what you've done. Depends what you've done. True. Mm-hmm. I go out there with a pair of boxes and flip flops. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm in the boxes and flip flops as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Awesome. <laughs> All right. Only because I I've actually, I actually own a banana suit, so I've already done that. I well, just want reason. something to protect my wiener so I don't get shot. <laughs> <laughs> look, I'll take look, listen, I will take an ass shot versus um uh, a shot to the family jewels any day. Oh, I gotta well, say you gotta think about it like this too. You take the flip flops, you can hide stuff. You put, you hide one in your pocket <laughs> and you got the other one to throw at people. You ever seen like I'm Spanish, what, I can make What are you gonna curve. put your mags you know in, in your body tidies? So, well, you know, I, I use these answers because two people I've talked with, one, uh, the guy, uh, Storm the Poet out in the uh, West Coast, yeah, you he's actually, he has a banana now, suit. Yeah. He's actually played in his banana suit before. Uh, and then this, uh, this other couple I talked with, the guy, they actually started the, um, they're the ones that started the uh, website, uh, millsimfinder.com. And, um, he, uh, he used to play paintball before he's, you know, like professionally. But he went out for an open play for paintball, and he was so confident in his skills against the other team that he only wore his boxers on the in his shoes to play paintball. Oh my God. So, no, sir. Nope. And he said, no, he didn't, I said well, how many welts nope. did you have? He said he didn't get shot that day. I was like, come on now. <laughs> He'd probably he just kind of just laid back. He dodged the bullets, okay? <laughs> Maybe I have to try that out there like just in the summer, boxes on and flip-flops and cover myself in mud like Arnie and Predator. Like Rambo. Yeah, yeah there yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah. You it's got to be in uh, it's got to be uh, KMCS spec though. <laughs> That's too see-through. Yeah. <laughs> They'll shoot everything uh, but that area because they can't see it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, listen, guys. I appreciate everyone being on. It's been uh, it's been really cool having you guys on and and uh, as a group and talking with y'all and uh, going over some of the stuff. So, I had a lot of fun. I appreciate y'all. Well, yeah, yeah it's, been, it's been really cool. Well, before we go, we got to pick the next guest. Yes. Oh yeah, we do. I forgot about that. Yes. Is it, does it got to be somebody that's been on this podcast? It does. Yeah, yes. So, someone who has been on here before. Yeah. Ot, tell them tell them what to do there real quick, and then we'll yeah. So uh, so I'll um. Um, pretty much just, uh, somebody who has been on the podcast, um, I guess you could go ahead and pick someone who, uh, to be on for the next episode. Yep. So, uh, Houdini, who do you, uh, who do you pick for the next episode? As much as I, as much as I would love to pick an HSA member, love my guys, but I've been running with this dude for a very long time, way before HSA. And it would be call sign underscore Pumba. Oh, Pumba. That's yes. my guy. Love that guy. All right. Awesome dude. Okay. Good. All right. Uh, what about you, uh, Mustang? Who do you pick? Have you had Nico on? I have not. I reached out to him a long oh. time ago, but I think on Instagram, you know, like if, if you don't follow somebody back, you don't they see their see. message. It goes request. Well, you may not have had Nico on before, but I think you should have Nico on, and I'm going to go and tell him to send you a message. Thank you. I would love that. Yeah. That would awesome. be that'd be kind of cool. Like we uh, we can have Nico on as a um, as a surprise guest on a on a monthly backspin. So and then you could do a follow up interview with him just one on one. What do you think? Yeah, that'd be cool. All I right, love him on here. Hell yeah. Uh, what about you, Lobo? Sicario uh, or a manic, what he calls himself nowadays. Yeah, why did he change his name, bro? What the fuck? Because he's a manic. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> he did say that on the podcast. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Now, um, he's my boy. I've been boy riding with him for a long time, and he likes doing stuff like this, so it's only feel right. I don't want to be the shitty captain and be like, oh, you didn't pick me. But, you know. So. <laughs> Um, well, great, thanks. I'm the captain of HSA. You kind of made me feel a little shitty there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but you used, your to be, boy? you used to run with uh, Praetorians. Praetorians, which is that was, was my on, original so. squad. Yeah. Right. So, um, well, I guess uh, because Green Wolf wasn't able to make it, um, what, and we'll save him for another episode, but I would like to bring, um, I'll bring Spoon Airsoft in here. Hell yeah. Okay. Yeah, because you know he he obviously gave me the bowling pin, right. so I would love to have Spoon Airsoft back on for a monthly backspin episode. Awesome, that'd be great. Perfect. All right, we got our we got our list for the next. And I we'll, say uh, Nico's we'll... the reason I got an MP7. By the way. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, I love my MP7. Just saying. Nice. All right, guys. Well, any well, parties having me? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was uh, a lot of fun. And Houdini, I actually just found out that you're also a Tennessee uh, native as well. I am, yes, sir. I live in Middle Tennessee. Well, you know, I'm you know I'm in Memphis, right? Oh, you're not that. You're a few hours, but not that far. About three hours, yeah. Because yeah. Uh, my uh, majority of my my teammates um, is in Mid- Middle Tennessee. Uh, I'm part of Ludus Rag. So I also, I've totally played with people in your squad at Nashville Airsoft. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Magic Bob. Um, what was it? What's that other outdoor? Something uh, Carcon. Carcon. Car- uh, Car- Hellhounds. Uh, Hellhounds. Yeah. Yes. So yep. we'll definitely have to link up for sure, and I got to get you a, a Goon Squad tour patch and a collaborator patch for totes. sure. Totes. Totes. I'm down. Hey, I'm in Tennessee too. Well, come on, man. <laughs> <Psych>. <laughs> I would love I would love to be able to do uh, be able to meet up with you guys like you know I know Mustang it's uh I don't know whenever you want to come back to the states but if you do I would love to be able to link up and uh do a nice. collaboration nice. with you in the future if my possible That'd be cool. Yeah. I'd love yeah, to get that you on cool, a speed man. bro. Yeah, let's do it. Let's train I think you would get I... so hooked. Yeah, okay. I mean, he's going to convert you, James, okay? He's going to convert you. Do <laughs> <laughs> have him. <laughs> see what happens um, and if like before we go like if any of you guys want to bounce ideas around with like if you're doing youtube or you're doing content just want to bounce ideas around and like ping me a message and you know we can you know, have honest definitely. conversations about you know what's what's going on on youtube and if you want ideas and just you know yeah okay Thank i'll you. uh you know. yeah i'll, I'll i mean i'll send you a friend request here on discord and, and all that and i already follow you on instagram so i could just do cool. anything right there so Perfect. Well, thanks, thanks very much for having me in this good chat, you guys. Yeah, awesome. Thanks, guys. guys. Have a good night. All you guys. Appreciate y'all.